0: So you have to picture me th- waggling my eyebrows theatrically but how's this so much for the lactose intolerant left
1: Oh
2: got him Damn are you going to start writing for Leno? I think I have to yeah <laughs> Is Leno still in the air Oh geez.
3: Leno's <laughs> on Mars now
2: <laughs> no. Wearing like huge trousers Oh no no he, no! he's it's the last car It's the last car you can drive is like the Mars rover I thought you were going to be like the planet Mars. Look. Look at my car. Look. It's as
0: big as a whale. <laughs> it's it's Mars donuts.
3: tonight with Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just doing donuts in the Mars yeah. rover. Just I continue to be the only person on Mars.
4: <laughs> my no, guest
0: tonight will be me, Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of the Martian where he just goes insane and starts thinking he's Jay Leno. <laughs> 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 like, Director Scott. Hey
2: everybody. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No, because I'm the only person the on Mars. to a potato. <laughs> Wait, it's it, he's Mike Tyson. <laughs> the
3: part in Castaway with Tom
2: Hanks interviews Wilson. No, it's, a bit where it's the bit. It's the it's the bit of The Martian where, where Matt Damon um, bites off a potato's ear, of
4: course. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's the potato of Vader Holyfield. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to GettingYourDickSuck.com dot com presents Trash Future Podcast, the podcast of GettingYourDickSuck.com, dot com the website. It's me, Riley. <laughs> you may remember me from every other previous episode of the episode of this podcast. I'm here with Milo on the boards.
5: Hey, yeah, it's me. Uh, I'm filling in for for our our special son, Nate, our darling boy, podcast dad, who's also the son somehow uh, because he he has a he has a bad tooth. He's
2: got a bad so tooth, folks.
5: If the audio is bad on this episode, it's my fault. Nate can do no wrong.
2: No, it's Nate's dentist from a decade ago's fault.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. God damn, he always foiling our plans. The one guy who's been a consistent thorn in our side, our most powerful and old
2: en- enemy. And we've also got Olga.
3: Olga Koch, prostate hunter.
2: Yep, she's, she's hunting <laughs> prostates. We got Alice on the phone. Yep, dental health entirely
0: normal over here.
2: Yep, yeah, of course, absolutely. Getting an extra row of teeth, in fact, (laughs) like a piranha. Uh, Hussein's in parliament right now, which is this hilarious. Humble
0: brag, much?
2: Yeah, getting his teeth checked (laughs) out. He he demanded. (laughs) Yeah, he's in the he's in the parliament dentist, (laughs) the special dentist that all MPs.
1: If you know what I I mean.
2: (laughs) And we're also joined by uh, Laurie Laburn Langton. Hi. Laurie, how are you doing?
1: I'm well. My oral hygiene is, is pretty good right now.
2: Oh, perfect. So, Laurie is, um, is an economist. He has worked with the IPPR in the past, but I believe you are doing something else now.
1: I'm still, uh, still doing some stuff with IPPR on environmental breakdown, but also writing a book at the moment on, on the same subject for Verso, and then doing some work with people who are doing a lot of uh, thinking about the new economy. You're exploring a solo career. That's <laughs> Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it, the, the time has come for me to do that, yeah. I don't yeah, know much it,
0: about yeah. environmental breakdown, but from those two words, I'm going to assume it's good.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unambiguously.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's like the breakdown, like part of a song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 the,
0: it's the bit of the
5: environment where the drummer gets a little solo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bit that everyone really wants to hear, yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. I mean, actually, the development the
5: environmental the, breakdown
2: is the bridge in We broke up Toto's with the environment Africa. and
3: now it's breaking down. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, it's what? um look, here Riley's electronic music corner, uh, much of the house that? music was actually born when people would cut out the breaks out of physical records and then replicate them to make entire records of just breaks. And so it, we took the drum breaks of rock songs and then extended we. them we uh, I mean, we humans what do you mean
3: the people in chicago that started house music
2: we humans mankind oh, okay uh also this this this, this if we can do that we can go to mars <laughs> <laughs> and that's how uh, that's how house was born and then ultimately the point of house was to lead to techno and that's where techno came from wait i thought the kind point of, of house history. was to
5: diagnose mysterious illnesses <laughs> <laughs>
0: No. So wait, wait—the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards techno.
2: Yeah, specifically, it bends. Millennials
3: to- don't don't do houses anymore.
2: Oh, it's a, a, a housing crisis
3: joke. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, that, at Rock and Roll on
2: Twitter. The the arc of history is long, and it bends towards Kreuzberg.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was a Berlin geography reference. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to our insufferable podcast. Welcome Although- to
3: Riley trying to tell that story about how he got into Bergine
2: once. No, more than once. (laughs) Many times.
1: This is a sex podcast then. No, no, (laughs) no.
2: It's a techno podcast.
0: Riley, what was the last product we just did on these?
2: Um, That's actually because of the way that this is going to be released. That doesn't come out until a couple days from now. Oh, Checkmate lives. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a preview for all you premium subscribers out Mm -hmm. there. But first, look, here's the thing. We've talked about like about cool stuff and the point of why humanity exists, which is techno, uh, for long enough. It's time to talk about a startup, because I have a startup for us. Okay. The startup is called Cody, C O D I, as in Agent Banks. No, yeah. C O D I, <laughs> C O D I. So um, like a like a that just sounds like a pawn stuff to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound like that, but it's not. It's not okay. No, it's not. Is it What
3: well, Is it like a coding school for little kids? Fuck. Hi, I'm Cody. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, <my> <laughs> oh,
5: it's like it's like Clippy but for coding.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, yeah it, it looks like you're trying Cody.
3: to hack into the Pentagon.
5: Could you use some help with that?
4: <laughs> yeah, you, you, oh, you, I hope it's not guys, for Islamic extremism.
2: You guys are
1: ridiculously off base. Uh. Oh. The offest base anyone's ever been. Laurie anything?
2: I d- yeah. C- uh,
1: can only be about coding, right? How? No, what?
2: It's. It's not. It's about nothing to do with coding.
3: Okay. 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 Or that's. That's a good clue.
1: I don't know. Maybe we should call them. We'd give them like, some free consulting.
5: Yeah, so it's like calling a news website, gettingyourdicksuck.com. It, just,
1: <laughs> it makes no sense. Is it like fast order codeine for millennials? I can Ooh. see there being a big market in there. No, nothing to do with that.
5: Millennials love opiates. Well, they, love. they hate owning things, but they love <laughs> yeah. opiates. And they need them on demand. Okay, okay. Exactly. I'm
3: thinking fitness and pets somehow together.
2: Petness. Okay, so wait. We, <laughs> have, we have a porn star fitness pets, and various kinds of either drug distribution or coding platforms. Just like, yeah, like, get mm. your
3: cat real hench this summer. Or Agent
2: Cody <laughs> With Banks. With Cody. The get best film cat, ever made. Get your cat really high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, get, get your cat, like, talking to you while falling asleep about fog hat for, like, an hour. Yeah. It's the great new thing for your cat. It's just like catnip, but it's fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fentanyl for your cat is the strongest guess so far. Um by strongest no. do you mean best or closest? because <laughs> <laughs> uh, neither. uh so okay, here here's the first blanked outline. Today, we're excited to unveil Cody, a new kind of blank that aims to improve communities by connecting professionals to blank.
3: Shut up.
2: Oh, it's a new kind of opiate that improves <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: to
3: improve your community
5: by
0: connecting professionals <laughs> yeah. to fentanyl. Yeah, P-
2: Cody by Purdue Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> exactly. The,
0: the cutesy name makes me think of like a robot, like the standing security guard once. Ooh.
4: Uh-huh. A new kind of security robot. Like with robot. a Segway on the bottom? Yeah,
2: that delivers you the fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, ca- I like no, that. It's a new kind of security robot that aims to improve communities by connecting professionals to fentanyl.
3: Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's professionals. So what do yeah. professionals do?
2: Um, they circle Business. back. Yeah, they um, do. They wear sink. suits. They they, they, cir- they circle. back. They sync up. Oh, they connect. They, do pop, they touch base. To learn about their bodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: exactly. They they wear little golf visors and do and use adding machines with one hand uh-huh. while they say things like, "Janine, get me the figures from accounts." Uh huh. So it's it's. Wait, what Im- if
3: it's like a like a secretary mistress service?
2: So it aims to Ooh. improve communities by connecting professionals to robot
1: pussy.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> if is it british if it's british it's you not
2: could, british oh okay fine. it's from san francisco I was do like a, s- and
0: i'll give
4: you a if hint it's san the francisco
0: s- how is it not robot boy pussy yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: think, i'll give you a hint the service it offers is only available in the san francisco area robustly
3: okay so big yeah. one, a
2: big one there <laughs> is dr robus is only in the <laughs> <area>. <laughs> traffic loves- traffic is a big one there uh-huh. oh boy is it ever is it a mm. traffic thing um, it actually makes a claim about traffic. It says it will improve traffic. Uh, is it going to be some kind of like
5: weird living solution? Because like San Francisco yes. has oh, the world's gross. most hellish oh,
1: codominion, co-dominion, stuff. Co- <laughs> is
5: that? uh oh, it's going to be like a giant boy pussy that you can
0: live in. <laughs>
1: like- <And>, like, <laughs> Milo's the the rent is so yeah,
0: Come live
3: in this prison. <laughs>
1: the food is
2: free.
0: You don't live there. Like a
1: stackable, exactly. a stackable you boy pussy. Is it you co- like a co-working <laughs> space. Yeah. Yes, Lori has it uh, compared to, to WeWork or something. Uh, but
2: it takes WeWork, but it Airbnbs it. Oh no! God. I want to die. I want. To, I'm dead. God.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the no. way we do our jobs, whether it's how we get to the office, where our office is located, or even where we eat lunch, has a major impact on how a city operates. If we want cities to be a sta- sustainable, efficient, and livable, then we'll need to consider some of the norms to which we become accustomed, including eating food. <laughs> <laughs> Including,
5: uh, I basically give it like to living, you. like living in your own apartment. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's Agent Cody Banks. Three. The banks won't give me a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Each Cody provides a unique opportunity for neighbors to connect, share. And co-work in one another's unused home spaces. Oh, it's that a gulag. It, that, okay. That
4: a countable
0: <laughs> noun is the worst part of this. <laughs>
1: oh. So it's wealthy people earning more money from owning property by renting it out to people. than rent use it. How for is it space. different
3: from Airbnb? That's because because I could do it by the hour, like a love hotel. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh come fuck in my house. Uh, that's how the
1: bussy
2: comes in.
3: You could do it in my house for free. Just let me watch, thank you.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's all I request. Is uh, this not socialism? I, I'm I'm trying to remember who Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was the guy that had the chain the of restaurants. Cameras. Yeah, the, the secret yeah. cameras in the toilets so we remember. could watch women pee. Wait, did Johnny be
3: good, Chuck Berry? That yes. guy? Yeah, that guy. Johnny was not good
5: <laughs> No, I can
2: Johnny
4: tell you that Johnny being much. very naughty
5: And that's like What I wonder
2: is Like every generation Of celebrities Has turned out To just be awful mm-hmm. Like What's gonna happen to like Cameron Dallas Is 40
3: Who's Cameron Dallas
2: The Vine guy Who was the star Of Chasing Cameron Mmm mm. He'll do something awful through Cody he will <laughs>
5: yeah. just be Bam Margera
2: like yeah. that, that's, like,
5: that's what Bam Margera is Like the that guy of 20 years ago Like that's what wow. happened Like MTV was just Vine But in the 90s Like you just You Shit. got famous on MTV yeah. For no reason And then you got And then you you know You got too ahead of yourself You got addicted to All kinds of drugs And then you get fat And you have to sell yourself Saying like Hey Gina Happy birthday On some website For like $40 <laughs> <laughs>
2: That website rules, though. My, my birthday, <laughs> yeah. my, birth, my birth, is coming up. Uh, it's on June eleventh, specifically. I would like someone to please buy me a cameo of Bam Margera. It's on June eleventh, June eleventh only. No, not what, No, Maybe, yes, Bam Margera. Uh, Surprise me. Say Something about eat this Cody. pussy, Riley. <laughs> um, look, so look, guys, guys, guys. If we want c- cities to be sustainable, efficient, and livable, we need to reconsider some of the w- norms to which we've been a- become accustomed, including having offices. We can't have offices anymore. I mean, now. I
3: hate the idea that they get you by, like, saying a reasonable thing. It's like, we can all agree that cities are fucked up. And we're like, yes. And it's like, you've signed up for hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, perfect. So then we're just gonna let a bunch of strangers, like, um, make a make like I don't know, like Tinder for allotments
4: in Mm. (laughs) in your kitchen table.
0: Have you considered my norms?
5: (laughs) Have you considered hot desking in purgatory?
2: (laughs) What if, what if you were never alone again? (laughs) That's, that's That's the thing. As if if something like this ever becomes regular, then. The market, just oh, it'll never be regular. <laughs> the market just adjusts to it, and then the people who have all the property can just charge the adjusted rate. So yeah. if, the, if it's then expected that you're going to rent out your living room for like eight hours a day, five days a week at least, then your rent will go up by that much.
5: Yeah, when people on the right say that like socialism is wishful thinking, if socialism is wishful thinking, then uh, like Silicon Valley is like the monkey's paw wishful thinking, where it's, like,
4: <laughs> where it's like,
5: oh, you would like everyone to have somewhere to live. Sure, you live in a gulag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just the it's just another universal example. basic
5: income. Your universal basic income is a thin potato soup that everyone is served at a certain time of day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. So th- we've said this again and again the silicon valley mindset is turning all of all of like the, the western world into what we imagined the soviet union was mm-hmm. yeah
5: I just, I just yeah it's privatized soviet union baby yeah. <laughs> the gulag brought to you
1: by virgin health
0: <laughs> but like, not no. less efficient
1: yeah yeah exactly and and we work would just buy loads of property now yeah. and then just rent that out mm-hmm. and dominate the market are not
3: and- they the number one property owner in new york or like top 3 for sure I,
1: almost certainly
3: yeah
2: yeah, and it's good. And in fact, on Look, the there are some episode- bigger
5: property owners in New York <laughs> than New York. We're not going to go <laughs> into it. People with very big portfolios. Everyone agrees. Actually, this okay. is all right?
2: <laughs> Donald Trump just believing it's the tallest property owner. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thank oh. you. Folks, I'm, I'm at least four, four, four and a half inches taller than Adam Newman. His <laughs> hair, it's disgraceful. It's very long. He wouldn't get taken seriously anywhere. That's that matters. <laughs> Look, that Christmas party they had, it was literally in hell. I'm not joking. Other people were there. Pamela
5: Anderson, she was there. She can tell you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> so, each Cody... Provides a unique opportunity for neighbors to connect, share, and co work in one of their unused home spaces. We are passionately committed to growing local businesses by developing a strong circular economy within each community. A strong circular economy. Strong circular Wait, but economy.
3: I don't understand. It's like, what do you mean? Did you just call my house a small business?
4: <laughs> yeah, your house yeah. is a small well, no, business it's, now. it's
0: part of a complicated circular economy, which <laughs> is not money laundering
2: somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they solved the fact that this is a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah, they through yeah, yeah, it yeah. as a circle. <laughs> pyramid, when I move my drug profits economy.
0: through my network of car washes, that's a strong circular economy <laughs> that's <laughs> <dedicated> <laughs> my local community.
5: Listen, guys, this isn't a pyramid scheme so much as it's a kind of a uh, business centipede.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. It's an efficiency
5: triangle. <laughs> <laughs> the triangle is the
2: strongest shape, so how could this pyramid scheme possibly Look, fail? Anyone who talks about, like, if there's supposed to be unlimited growth plus the circular economy, but the circular economy is about people dealing with one another in sequence and it not using extra resources, then... It basically violates one of the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just,
1: like ev- everyone working in everyone else's homes making apps that are competitors to Cody. And it's just this, this <laughs> spider like, on and on and on. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, we,
2: it's like Cody disrupts the home office dichotomy by being there is no dichotomy. Everything's an office now, everything's a home. Just sleep on the street, do whatever, feel free. Mm. And then, like, the thing that disrupts that is just going to be look. You're not using every square foot you step on all the time. You yeah. could stack like eight, up to 18 people like cordwood <laughs> in your living room.
0: Are you really using all of your mitochondria? <laughs>
5: <laughs> what have your mitochondria been doing for you lately? It's like those ads that say, like, how hard is your money working? Sitting there in a bank account, why not give it to us? Like, how much is your liver doing?
4: <laughs> Do you know
5: how much uranium needs to be refined?
2: <laughs> well look.
3: How much are you working? Like 8 hours a day. What are you doing the rest of the day? Why not be a desk for someone?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Some it's people like, would pay good money. <laughs> it's every this is this is this is like one of the most grotesque examples. Every time there is a company that's like we've disrupted something. Actually what they've done is they put a technical veneer on just Making your life stupider and more terrible.
5: Yeah. While you sleep, you can use your body as ballast
2: for some kind of construction. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, we won the big ideas innovation competition. Oh my okay, god! Google cool. it right now and see who else was yeah, in the fucking cool. running. Cody, formerly Hyven. Hi, oh. what is Hyven? <laughs> mean? Wait, it's, it's <laughs> Professor Frank. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's an I with an umlaut. <laughs> oh... oh. What? what? H uh, what? I umlaut V E N. <laughs> wait, so but that wait if it's
5: on an I then it's a diaresis, isn't it? Yes. But what a means is that that has to be pronounce pronounced separately separate yeah. from the so it'd be like I <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> they clearly didn't know Sorry, what
2: the umlaut was. Sorry, what's the problem?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they clearly didn't know what an umlaut was.
5: No. Or oh, crucially what I diarysis mean, is. Crucially, <laughs> I didn't know
2: what it was because I pronounced it wrong just now. I know. (laughs) But this thing, they named a business after it that's gotten a lot of investment. And they called it, huh, even.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: at what point did these just generate algorithmically, though?
2: Oh, man. I think a couple of years ago. Mm. (laughs) All of them now. Yeah. Well, it's it's like kids YouTube. It's like startups are just kids YouTube, but like. They get higher get more you know? traumatized <laughs> <laughs> What
5: if all your coworkers were constantly swapping heads? <laughs> <That's
1: how you laughs> says, yeah. but who who spot- yeah, so this prize they won this prize because they were they they were accelerating the race to the bottom, like what you know who who yeah. sponsors prize Like what's the they accelerated it better than anyone else? Wait,
3: accelerating can you look up the race who to the bottom was sounds in a big ideas that, like- prize because this is fascinating um. Because right. if uh, it better have Uber for birds,
2: because <laughs> I've submitted okay. that four years in a row. <laughs> big Ideas is an annual contest aimed at providing funding support and encouragement to interdisciplinary encouragement. teams of students who have quote big ideas
3: Wait, do they give you any money, or they just give you encouragement? Is encouragement the prize? Yes. Yeah, cool. That's Good bullshit. Job. I'm I'm withdrawing my Uber for birds idea. <laughs> I, don't I just... need funding.
2: <laughs> Those birds aren't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep those puppies caged. (laughs) By leveraging the creativity of students and the power of competition to drive innovation, Big Ideas creates lasting, positive, and impactful social change, empowering a new generation of social innovators. So this isn't just a a startup that's like, you know... Uh, Probably going to drive up rents and make everyone's Mm -hmm. houses more useless to them by stripping away the idea that you have any personal space. No, it's also a social fund because it's creating a circular economy that that isn't a pyramid scheme for reasons. I also love entering
5: entering a competition for your startup, like, notionally to get funding, and then you come away with just encouragement. Like, <laughs> like the startup, the startup competition is run by, like, big-time Tommy. is like, hey, look, kid, you don't get any funding this time, but listen, if you believe in yourself, your startup's going to go great. So, Keeping it old
0: school. So, <laughs> I want to be the, like, bad reality show contestant of that. The one yeah. who's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here <laughs> to win. So,
2: Sorry. Your your theoretical startup incubator contest is run by Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> 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 no, it's run no. by- Wait, 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 wait. Are we not familiar with Big Time
5: Tommy? No. Oh, it's the best person on Instagram. It's this, like, really fat but really short middle-aged oh, Italian-American guy. a cigar guy! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, he's who's really always smoking time a Tommy. cigar, like, smoking a cigar in the shower, like, literally smoking a cigar <laughs> all the time. And there's this amazing video where he's like, hey- Big time Tommy here. Listen, if there's one thing I do in my life, it's keeping it old school. And then you can slowly hear this, like, building 80s dance music in the background. He's like, I'm chilling here (laughs) with my boy, DJ Vinny Dice. And he goes into this room, and his mate, who's called DJ Vinny Dice, who's DJing on decks that are covered with pictures of dice, (laughs) (laughs) is is playing this, like, pounding 80s dance. He's like... And he's, like, really, like, jamming it. But you can just see it from the guy's, like... It's like him with the cigar, selfie mode, camera flips around, it's DJ Vinny Dice, he's going in, he's going like, give it up for my man, big time Tommy! And then it, the camera pans around the room and there's just no one in the room! <laughs> <laughs> he's just like really
2: aggressively DJing to an empty room! And that's the problem Cody aims to solve. Yeah, and then, and then big
5: time Tommy just goes, old school baby! <laughs> and that's just the end of the video.
1: Does anyone so- think that late capitalism is just something constructed to mock... Basically just us in this room and the people that listen to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I
2: I think my my working theory is that actually all of us like we're in a final destination situation (laughs) and we died a while ago (laughs) and that we are. But none of us were too bad. So we're in like an early circle of hell.
5: Yeah, but there's also weird technology, so it's like Final Fantasy Destination. <laughs> like the like the fucking, like the, the US who invented the sword missile thing. The to avoid collateral damage, where it just like shoots a sword at you instead of a bomb.
4: <laughs> like, you
2: know what we are? We're like, you know like the, the first couple circles of Hell and in Inferno were just like...
0: Yeah, we well, are being chased of... by bees for like chasing... simony or mm. some, some other sin that doesn't exist anymore. Or you're like renting your flat oh, through years... Cody or like, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well, well, like, that actually there's... is a form of simony.
2: Well yo, or there's like too much wind, or like like these like early circles. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the circles. Adulterers were all. No, wind. no, adulterers had too much wind. They were in just their circle of hell. Was just it was windy. because <laughs> like, adulterers hate flying kites. No, there's it's one because thing they're we know blown it on over. the blusters of their passions.
5: Oh, well, they'd be getting blown, that's for sure.
4: Uh,
3: (laughs) Because you cheated on your wife with a can of beans? Um, (laughs) Sorry, that's very stupid. But you know how, like, Piers Morgan, thank you very much for laughing, Piers Morgan and Gregs had the same PR guy? I feel like Mm. Trash Future and Cody have the same PR guy. Yeah, wait
1: a minute. Mm. folks,
2: folks, folks, do we want to hear the three benefits of Cody? Yes. There are three.
5: Also, a cody sounds like it would be like a time period in like a weird posh sport, like Eaton Fives or something. Oh god! And at yeah. the end of the first yes. cody, the score is fourteen hands to three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or like at some at some point in like the Eaton Wall game, like there's the yeah. cody announced, and then everyone just like gets to go take a rest and have some tea.
5: Yeah, everyone has to get one ball out and, and sing. Wait, <laughs> is it wait, isn't cody a, a
3: really fancy bank? No, that's coots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I never knew how to pronounce. It's a really
2: fancy agent bank's. <laughs> <laughs> <Could-y>. <laughs> look, look, look! The three benefits. Three benefits. The three. Number one, a better commute. Uh, <laughs> to someone Jesus else's Christ. house. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, still a
1: commute. I have um,
0: a. You have a commute to someone else's house if you take up burglary, and it's a more societal.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Better an Uber journey to the.
3: Wait, but in this moment, I'm renting my house out to someone else. So I'm just exchanging living rooms with someone.
1: Presumably, yes. Yes damn
5: yeah wait this would be an amazing way if you were a burglar to just like case people's
4: houses
2: (laughs) (laughs) well that's the other thing is that to your point olga if this was to become widespread and then any landlord was just going to expect that you're going to do some cody renting to someone else then you would be paying for that premium by renting cody from someone else but you'd be paying their premium by renting Cody from a third person,
3: ok. I'm writing the first ever Cody romantic comedy, where it's like <laughs> she lives in a pied de terre. He lives in a penthouse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> None of those if... people are using Cody.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're like, they all have, like, like, child sacrifice dungeons to go into. <laughs> <laughs> they can do they can do their work in the basement of that pizza restaurant. <laughs> Agent Cody Wanks um uh. three benefits. So, instead of spending time traveling to and from the freaking office or a traditional co-working space. Oh, I love my traditional co-working a tradition space. A co-working space is too new a thing to be talked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Use a workspace right in your own neighborhood and Wait, regain on. several hours a week. A traditional co-working space is a plantation. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
0: Yikes. Yeah. Well, we said that. <laughs> to be Let's fair, a lot Nate... of the same people are heavily invested in those two. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Trash should does not endorse slavery or plantations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you ever implied that we did. However. No. Benefit the second. A great co-working community. If Love you it. work from home, you know it can be isolating and mundane. <laughs> oh, my. Cody lets you surround yourself It depends how much Red Dead Redemption you play (laughs) Cody lets you surround yourself with like-minded professionals who can offer a lot more inspiration than your houseplants. It sounds like an orgy now
5: Wait, hang on. So they're saying that people are more inspirational than plants. That's their selling pitch. Like, have you ever tried to have a conversation with a house plant? Not much fun, huh? Wait, I'm renting out my living room to multiple people? Apparently, yes.
3: They're going to fuck in my living room.
5: <laughs> hey, look, if you get more than two people in a room, they fuck. That's the rule. <laughs> old school, school, baby. Old
2: school. <laughs> <laughs> it's me,
5: DJ Vinny Dice, no one yeah. else. If there was another guy in here, we'd have to fuck, and that would be gay. <laughs> I don't make the rules Yeah Oh there's also another Sorry I just remembered Another amazing okay. one He's like, no, he's, like he's like uh, He's like you know How uh, we Italians We have You can just see him so He's like You know we Italians Have a lot of phrases We like to use Well I'm here Teaching my friend Michael some of our Italian phrases. Uh, Michael's not Italian, he's Chinese. And he just turns the camera and like a Chinese guy there. And he goes, so I'm teaching him Italian phrase today. It's, uh, forget about it. <laughs> 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 oh yes, that famous Italian
4: phrase <laughs> It's
5: just, the bit that killed me though was just, he's not Italian, he's Chinese
2: <laughs> In case you were looking at him thinking That guy's not Italian <laughs> <laughs> and just going up to a Chinese person And be like, hey, what part of the boot you from, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai Lamiglia. <laughs> oh, Shanghai, it ends with a vowel Of course it's from Italy Yeah, oh Oh <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the thing. They're they're basically pitching it like a swingers party. <laughs> You know, like-minded professionals more exactly. inspirational than your house plants You, you could just definitely... put all of
0: your lanyards in a big fish bowl and then just. <laughs> oh oh
5: lord! Hell yeah! No, surely they'd do an app for the swinging thing. There'd be like a randomised no, like. This you is know, is too... no, I don't know.
3: I don't have to fuck my succulents anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
5: if you work in a building like this, no one would have keys. Because you have to open your you have to open the door with oh, your the phone. The Wi-Fi
2: broke again earlier today.
5: I know, and the door wouldn't open. could get, get in, so we had to fuck on the street <laughs> to
1: keep warm <laughs> you didn't have
4: Cody over again yeah. so, wait, so th-
1: is this going on in LA San Francisco, where? San, Francisco. San Francisco and right. Berkeley right. right of course so all- okay, where it's fine. most needed <laughs> so all, all of the wealthy communities get to have the succulent orgy things and then mm. the rest of the neighborhoods are left working for Walmart and just stocking the, the shops while these I these think most orgies are yes. succulent in one way or another <laughs>
5: Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're, full of, they're full of plants that require little to no water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, well, that's the thing. These these innovations are always created by people in San Francisco who assume it's going to be a bunch of tech zillionaires using it for fun. Like Uber was like, at least its PR was that this is a, pl- a way for like middle class professionals who are bored to earn a little bit of fun money on the side, driving your Tesla and recording YouTube videos in the front, which we know you love to do because they love to drive. Um, Tinder
5: date comes in me and Tesla on
2: autopilot. You know, that's, (laughs) we have
5: Uber to thank for that in some ways, but
2: that was the PR just like the PR for this is, um, Oh, break up the routine and go to someone's house. When in fact, it's just going to basically, if it goes to scale, which fortunately it won't because it's incredibly dumb, but like when something like this goes to scale, it'll be pitched as a lifestyle choice that then very quickly becomes a necessity for most people.
5: Yeah we're very sorry that we opened uh, Cody Austria and we, were not, we did not, no, we did no, not no. fully establish what would be going on in various of the basements that we enable people to exchange oh,
3: god. <laughs> I knew it was coming and yet, I yeah, knew it was yeah, coming was you're a comedian to too,
5: you have the sense you just, you know, you can, you can reverse engineer going. a joke, you know where the, You know where it has uh, to lead, I Olga, doesn't, Olga doesn't see the joke matrix anymore, she just sees blonde brunette Joseph Ritzel <laughs> <laughs> oh god
1: so what, what, what's the third, then? Come on, the third these one. have been devastating so far.
2: The third one's the worst one by quite oh. a margin. Oh, excellent. Strap in. Supercharge your productivity. Uh. Yes. Yes. Yes! Getting your dick sucked dot com. <laughs> I don't Getting know why I said your productivity that. Just, sucked. Just make sure you follow G-Y-D-S dot com on Twitter, D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, we're going to have a website up soon. We've already paid someone to make it, I think. People are
5: like, wait, I completely understand the concept of
2: gettingyourdicksucked.com and I want to follow on Twitter, but how do you spell com? <laughs> <laughs> so, supercharge your productivity. No more hunting down the only table at the coffee shop that's near an outlet. No. Oh. Instead, you can hunt down the only seat at your neighbor's house that's near an outlet. <laughs> Go to a library. <laughs> the idea store.
5: Yes. <laughs> Hey, go buy an idea, pal.
3: Read a book.
2: You know how to read in in someone's (laughs) home. Well, yeah. Excuse me reading a book that's some like fourth grade stuff like you're clearly <laughs> yeah, clearly very full of sorry stuff. guys
3: really quickly I can't poop in public places so that's why I downloaded Cody to
2: go <laughs> oh, right,
4: oh, other <laughs> that's the
1: next one that's the next one so I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna rent someone's from room and I'm gonna come up with that app where we Airbnb people's toilets they're done
3: <laughs> I'm into so that done, you, done. yes you cause make- like I get so insecure in Starbucks I can't take my time I'm like cause you're
2: intimidated by how fancy it is
3: I need to go to someone's
2: house that's the thing so Laurie your idea is to make every. Every day, like Notting Hill Carnival. Yeah, Yeah, where people just sell you the chance to piss in their toilet for four pounds. That's sex. (laughs) By toilet, they mean bussy. (laughs) (laughs) With Cody, you can stay focused on your work in a secure, comfortable workspace. I don't know how they guarantee it's secure. You're just going to someone's house. They could murder the shit out of you. Or be doing the Little Richard thing. (laughs) In a secure, comfortable workspace with a
1: reliable Wi-Fi connection. Again, how do they know? because they know yeah. because all the people that we're doing it will have those two things because their mum bought them the house like <laughs> <laughs>
2: for about and here's the here's the best thing of all for about half the cost of traditional co-working alternatives wow that's so cheap that's not that much less considering like if you're paying i don't know like 800 bucks a month for a we work it's like it's 400 bucks sure but where's that 400 bucks going like someone else is providing the coffee the space the infrastructure all you're doing is connecting people via a text message.
5: Wait, so that doesn't get paid to the... It doesn't get paid to the person whose house that you're working. No, in. of course not. It just that gets paid to the system.
1: Yeah, what? Away. Well, no. Look, <laughs> so of course... it's not even.
5: It's not even as progressive as Airbnb. No it, like, it, no, it, no, it is
0: the mob thing. It's you kick
2: up to Cody and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> you kick up to little Cody. No, <laughs> of course. I just realized I've drastically misunderstood this. This idea. And of course, most of
1: it goes to the person you're renting from. But ah. still, that seems like.
2: It just still seems like a pretty bad deal for everyone. No, and
1: it, it, like the the yeah one of the biggest things for WeWork is to get all this VC money to buy the buildings to be one of the biggest property owners in say New York or whatever, pay for all the free pints that people get to pull. Um, in thank you in uh in these places, and this of course, like any of these apps, is outsourcing it and placing the burden down upon other people so the, the company will take a cut right of course we, and we'll yeah. get and we'll get an enormous amount off the back of it because it doesn't have to invest yeah. in anything it just comes up mm-hmm. with this platform mm-hmm. it can rely on there being an enormous amount of Berkeley students and other people in San Francisco who will sign up to it or will have decent homes with decent Wi-Fi yeah. it will scale initially if it does well off the back of its little encouragement from that prize and then it, it will know that people will start to buy into us, and then L.A. and London and Berlin will go. Oh, great! This is a great idea, and it will, you know, snowball from there. And then VCs will step in and make loads of money. And then people said, "That oh, will make loads of money themselves," and they'll buy out. And you know, you're off to the races. And you could just keep doing that. And then the toilet idea, like we love about it, <laughs> but like, <clears throat> but you could do it, right? You could do this stupid crap over and over again and create this buzz. Work out what your constituents is to make it look like a massive idea. Attract VC money jump out or whatever let it scale and it just you just it's a hype it's a hype economy just yeah. keep hyping every but then every a, but then, like, all it is.
3: but in a perfect world you would get everyone on cody which means that it's like a zero-sum game for people who are renting and like renting out and renting the space because they are wasting the money to go to someone else's house while renting their own so yeah. literally the only people making money are cody
1: and landlords yeah yeah yeah. I knew, but you wouldn't even get that, right? That, that's the thing. So, yeah, that's where it would extrapolate to a certain point. But this is just about hyping something up to get funding, to make a bit of a bubble, and then buy out or get bought up by one mm-hmm. of the big firms and that kind of thing, you know?
5: Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. we say that Cody had no capital expenditure, but obviously they've spent a huge amount of money on blue sky thinking and learning about their body.
3: <laughs> oh, and improv workshops for their workers? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Park, parkour Team lessons. Team building?
0: Obviously. My parkour. favorite hype man detail is that at the height of his fame, Mike Tyson paid a guy $50,000 ago to yell guerrilla warfare at his press conferences. <laughs>
4: $50,000. How much
0: did you I receive That high? for 150. Mike I'd, call
1: me. And <laughs> how much did this podcast receive to hype Cody?
0: Not enough. I can just technical bad. difficulties. Hashtag ad. Just just, just, in,
2: just encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the just true the
5: currency. Tr- no, we big can, time. Tommy told us to we, do
2: it. We can be bought for the price of kind words, but no. I revised my earlier thing. Cameo from Bear Margera. Don't want it. Cameo from from this Tony fellow, I big like time that. Tommy. You're gonna have to Tommy. get his name
1: right if you want to <laughs> I want to come here he's from the a, Cody uh, founders. Like, that's what I want.
5: He's amazing because he's like a dumb inspiration guy, but he's like never actually achieved anything. So it's amazing. <laughs> There's this incredible bit where he goes, "Uh, listen, kids, it's uh, it's final seasons coming up. <laughs> so if you're in college, he's like, you gotta get, you gotta hit the books and study hard for those uh tests. <laughs> so he's like forgotten, like, what do they call them now in the college? There we have to, you have to write. The things on a paper, and then they tell you if you're good or not. The tests, yeah, that's it.
3: I want him to read my 23andMe results.
4: Ten percent
3: Eastern European.
4: You're, I think more than 10% 20% Eastern.
5: Sicilian
4: I am probably 99% <laughs> 100% old school oh,
2: no, just, 100% old school 100% not gay I see, just, He just looks at it Squints Puts on a pair of Half Moon Spectacles And is like Ah oh, you're probably Italian <laughs> 10% Sicilian
0: just, 10% just, 10% just, of, just, 20% Roman no, yeah. just, 10% Florence just,
4: <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> But just
4: clearly can't read Of course
2: we couldn't get made because we was only half old school. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that's the Cody. That's the Cody. It um, like mostly it seems like an excuse to talk about Big Time Tony. <laughs> exactly, Big Time Tommy. 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 Tommy Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. If you're
1: Ugh.
5: listening, we're keeping it old school here at Trash Future,
1: <laughs> and I oh, bet I bet he's in wee WeWork as well. Scum.
2: Hundred percent. So, um, Laurie, this is uh, drawing from your report uh, from the third chapter specifically, um. Between 1900 and 2010, global resource consumption increased by over 800% and resource use per person has nearly tripled. It is estimated that each year human activity is, on average, consuming more than more than 70% more ecological resources than nature can regenerate. However, it is only the rich people who do this and are able to do this because, in fact, most people's dividends from, say, this exploitation are shrinking to nil.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've we really messed it up. It's yeah, pretty we well, did. we we haven't right, so yeah. this is exactly to your point, like it's a um the we're in a situation where what we're calling environmental breakdown, so it's not just climate change, it's all sorts of other stuff, it's what we've done to our soils, it's driving extinction of species, has reached a critical level, and we've mm. got a big difference between what scientists are warning and then what politicians and other leaders are saying we should do, right yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can understand it in three ways, right? So we got the, the scale and pace of this thing is extraordinary and not accepted in the political debate. The second is then what that means, and the third is what we need to do about it. And those three elements are not being, talk- uh, not being spoken about. So on the, on the scale and pace, this goes beyond climate change to, as I was saying, the, the depletion of our sto- soils because we overfarm them, we're killing enormous amounts of species because we're destroying their habitats and some of the changes to these key natural systems so we talk about the climate one all the time but it's also water it's nitrogen that, that makes make, enables us to be able to uh, grow food and other things are being changed in a way that we have not seen for millions of years or in some cases billions of years right so this is an unprecedented change and it's reached an unbelievable level now and we've got many un agencies warning about this we've got campaigners now really beginning to bring it up the, the media agenda the second thing is that that doesn't mean just getting really sad about seeing a, a video being shared about emaci- uh, you know, showing emaciated polar bears on, on Twitter or whatever. This means growing incidents of famine. It means more migration of people across the world and ultimately more conflict and economic destabilization. We're entering a new, we already in some ways have entered a new type of world. Is going to be vastly different to the one that we were born in and grew up in. More destabilized, more more shocks. More Laurie, I, I, I X, We're about saying, keeping but... it old school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Laurie, I hear what you're saying, but um, have you considered that we just j- j- don't do anything? It'd
1: be fine. Yeah. Well, and, and this is basically the narrative, right? That we're sort of like, oh, well, yeah, fine. You know, as an individual, care about it. Like, hear Extinction Rebellion.
2: Don't use plastic bags,
1: for example. Don't, yeah, exactly. Don't, look, yeah. you know, have your GNT, but don't don't have a straw with it or demand that it's a, a paper straw or whatever. Mm. But this is, these make are. Make a huge deal out of demanding that it's a paper straw. Demand that they make like, a straw out of your dick. If you're Goal. leaving
3: <laughs> the land that you've been living on, consider Codying it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, you would know, this is well, and it's exactly it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, all use assets more you know, use the more sustainable, etc. Like you, you as the individual have probably caused this problem. You as the individual need to care about it. You as the individual need to then do something about it. But this is a structural, this is a result of the way that our economies have been built. It was not our individual faults. And by our here, I mean people who are under the age of of 40 or whatever, who, who have been alive for a much longer amount of time and have been in the nations that have disproportionately caused this problem, right? Because like, it is not us. It's the structures around us that necessitate that this happens. We live in economies here where there's not much we can do about not destroying the environment. Fine. I cannot go and pour bleach into a river. Or that's I cannot... so much
4: fun. But yeah, and exactly. And this is the problem. Right?
1: Capitalism says, like, pouring bleach in a river is fun. And you're like, what am I supposed to do about it? Well, that's the thing. If, yeah. If, if that's old was, school, baby.
2: If we had a model where... Um, let's say, pouring bleach into a river was like a, I don't know, a rite of passage or whatever, and we could then charge for the privilege of pouring bleach into the river. Everyone did it. It was a significant contributor to GDP. And maybe, I don't know, like, um, like, like Alan Sugar or Richard Branson had a huge pouring bleach into a river company. And we would say, look, we'd love to stop pouring bleach into this river, but I'm afraid it's just not realistic. In fact, in every society where they've tried to stop pouring bleach into the river, they've actually fallen apart.
5: Look, listen, I gave you guys a very simple task to go out and pour bleach into the river. And what?
2: Now, uh, Margaret, what
5: is it that James exactly did? Yeah, he poured the bleach into his own arsehole. Now, James, (laughs) it was a very simple task. Uh, I wasn't asking you to build a very complex, highly technological email phone. I was just asking you to pour the bleach into the river. So, could you. Could you explain to me
4: why <laughs> you poured mistake, it into your own ass?
2: Are you, are you turning Alan Sugar into Jason's Statham? There's nothing like Jason Statham. <laughs> it's quite Jason Statham. Okay, so... But Listen, James,
1: <laughs> if you don't pour this bleach into the river in the next 15 minutes... Well, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then some genius comes along and makes an app that's like, oh, we'll more efficiently share yeah. the bleach assets so that we can pour it into the river and, and cut down the... We'll mm-hmm.
2: pour the bleach into the river in a reusable container.
1: Yeah, oh, exactly yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And like on the way here I My ass you know, I uh, there was a guy there was like a, a guy on one of those electric scooters, right? And he like knocked me over and me as a intellectual liberal stood up and said and thanked him. For driving <laughs> an electric scooter. Yeah. Thank uh, you, it, sir, for reminding me.
3: Yeah. But it's. <laughs> look, I mean. On his way to fuck your wife.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> using an app. <laughs> exactly. <was my> wife. <laughs> yeah, Cody. That's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in my own home. Yeah. I, u- I, I Ubered
2: to my Cody where I got Deliveroo <laughs> while my wife was cocked. God. We, <laughs> I was no, cucked. you were cucked. <laughs> <laughs> cucked. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I Babe, up. You were about <laughs> sex terminology. <laughs> monology. Like, any case, any case. Um, it seems sort of quite sort of it. Came, it seems quite painfully clear that as long as it is a sort of existential imperative for the societies in which we live to organize themselves around growing returns to capital, that we are not we are not just going to be in a situation where we say, "Oh, okay, well, the top one hundred companies in the world contribute seventy one percent of the emissions." This is a statistic I think a lot of people know. But I think if you look at environmental degradation as a whole, as you do, then you can notice that it's it's not individuals who spend money to consume who do this. It is people who invest money to make more money who do this. Because again, the law of the, why the circular economy is bullshit is that you do you do consume energy, you do consume resources as you cre- as you chase returns, and. We might think, oh yes, well, I don't know. Um, Honda is using recycled paper in its dashboards or whatever. That all of any PR campaign around making one of these massive polluting companies look greener is essentially nothing. And that as long as there are com- as there are pools of capital chasing returns, we are never going to escape this problem.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, let's put it like this. We, we're all as individuals who are not involved in the structures of the economy. We are stuck in those structures, right? And as you say, those structures are about accumulating capital and getting returns from it. And there's there's very little, you know, there's, there's these campaigns about not flying. And th- that's useful, right? We've all got to consider those individual choices, whether we use the app to go and pour bleach in the river. Um, but we're still captured within those systems that necessitate us to move around in certain ways to to consume food in certain ways and that kind of stuff and there is an argument out there that says hey look fine those structures exist but we can decouple them from their environmental impact we can continue to have this relentless economic growth measured in quarterly gdp growth um, and we can decouple that right so we can do all that we're doing now but we can stop it from emitting carbon and we can stop it from destroying soil and all these other kind of things.
0: Well, that's People's Republic of Walmart, isn't it? Yeah, They're...
1: well, yeah, well, right. And but, you know, and the evidence is growing more and more and there's a fantastic uh, academic at Goldsmith University, Jason Hickel, who's done a lot of work in bringing together the empirical evidence that shows that in the case of carbon emissions, the one that everyone concentrates on and ignores the rest of the environmental stuff, you maybe be able to decouple economic growth from Uh, Carbon emissions, but you're not going to be able to do that in time in this sort of 10 years or so period that we've been talked about. But then for resource use in general, it's probably not possible to totally decouple the two things. That if you pursue relentless economic growth, it will necessarily destroy the planet. And you can just think this compounding growth over and over again. If I've got, if I grow at 2.5% a year and I've got a whole pile of stuff, fast forward many, many, many decades. And that part of stuff is many, 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 many times the original amount of that stuff. And so that kind of relentless dynamic is something that we are – it is extro- it's extraordinary. You see these memes on the internet at the moment, right? Like, oh, I just went to work, which feels pretty weird because we're in the middle of an extinction event. And I know people <laughs> who, who have kids now who are doing their GCSE mocks and they're like, why am I learning about Shakespeare? when I've just been told by the scientific community that the world is being destroyed. And then the prevailing political narrative is, oh yeah, so energy-saving light bulbs and stop flying. And people Which, get crazy about the light bulbs. Yeah, and, and then, yeah, then people are like arguing about the light bulbs. And you're like, no, 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 hang on a minute. This is this is quite <laughs> we were in a, we were in a, a very extraordinary moment because the arguments that have always been made against this relentless seeking of returns from compounding uh, investment in capital um, has smashed up and smashed through these environmental limits, so it's it's almost an arithmetical result that we need to change our economic system fundamentally and to have done it incredibly quickly.
4: Mm. But
2: not only that, it's that um, we 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 talk of the a lot of the people who argue against this say, oh, but how dare you ask people to sacrifice economic prosperity? The problem is, and again, we can even if you go back to the episode where we talked about Tony, the Tony Blair report on like why Britain needs to get more racist. Um, he talked about how oh yeah well people are anxious because uh, the economic recovery hasn't gone to local communities but has benefited the economy as a whole, which means that like the economic growth that's driving the extinction of everyone everywhere forever, it's going. It even then it's going to like four guys. It's like Jeff Fairburn and Jeff Bezos. A lot of guys named Jeff. Basically. Big time, Tommy. DJ Vinny Dice. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, that's just the problem. It's not going to big time, Tommy, yeah. and DJ Vinny Dice. Joey, capitalism amiglia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's it's going okay, to, to Mikey, get, MCM Leo. Yeah. What if
3: we get Jeff Bezos to date a communist thought?
2: Oh, and I then may. he
3: like buys her. He just like gives her a credit card or cash, and she just like redistributes it into the community.
2: I think that might be. Look, that's a little bit of a, a preview Of what's coming <laughs> What I if Jeremy Corbyn had a huge yeah. sex ass Guys, if you want
3: me to fuck Jeff Bezos <laughs> <laughs> For Jeremy, marks, I'll do Jeremy it
2: Jeremy Corbyn was Summer ray.
5: <laughs> and, he had, and he had like an Amazon wish list But it was like nationalized railways
4: yeah. That's the word <laughs> He's like, you my want my private snap? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Olga, a friend of the show Pepper wants a picture of you with a gold microphone. My phone's just died. Can you do a selfie?
3: Yes, I'll send it to her. All right. I'm a huge fan of Pepper.
2: (laughs) Everybody, consume Pepper's content. Um, Right. So, in effect, effect, we live in a system that is putting a brick down on the accelerator of a car headed toward a canyon and says that if we remove the brick, then the brick won't be comfortable.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So as well here, cool. like, just
0: to characterize this, right, there's two or three basic schools of thought. There's, like, degrowth, right? Yeah, And then there's the People's Republic of Walmart decoupling thing. And then there's my third synthesis thing, <laughs> which is full-beard Sufi, life of this world is illusion, just get drunk all the time and give up. Um... Which of these is least likely to kill all of
1: us? Mm. Oh wow, that's a good way of putting it. I've not heard it like that before. It's the fourth um, school of thought. The what's the fourth one? Um, Stephen Pinker's idea.
2: Oh what? Yeah, come on. Stephen Pinker's idea is that we can stop most of climate change if we deploy. We talked about this before. Oh, yeah, I from forgot Chapman. about oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. If the um, like, fact the solution to climate change is simple, but n- by the way, it's not complex. There aren't all these things happening. It's just a carbon problem for right, Stephen. Right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, and he's like gone to Harvard, so you know you <laughs> might want to revise what you've said.
0: He has the IQ mm. haircut.
2: Yeah, he has the hi- him. Malcolm Gladwell. Um, uh, who else? The Adam Newman, the WeWork um, CEO. They all have the IQ haircut. Christian um, Nemitz What do the yeah, Cody Christian guys Nemitz have then? Have, the, have the IQ haircut. Uh, hi, Christian. Um,
0: <laughs> Robbie <laughs> Travers has like a proto IQ haircut. No, Chris,
2: Christian, I think Christian Nemitz listens to this show. Christian, I'm a great fan. <laughs> um, you know, Steven Pinker's idea is um, cloud ships. Right. Uh, so I think zeppelins that spray sort of like a silver material, and we can just continue growing forever, and there'll be a silver material in the clouds, and then those contradictions are solved. Yeah. Because it reflects the light away, you see. Every cloud, honey. Yeah. So Every it's, cloud. It's a, so it's all we have to do to solve this very sort of core elemental problem with the way our society is organized is um, of some Final Fantasy shit.
1: If, like, if anyone ever tells you this stuff, you need to, you need to ignore them or you need to, well, I, yeah. I Throw don't milkshakes to... at them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like ban, ban them from ever going in your living room to, to co-work yeah. through Cody. Like, this is <laughs> like, the... And then
3: he spray paints his dick and he's like, I'm C3PO.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just
5: throwing milkshakes into the atmosphere to but, protect us from climate change.
2: Uh, but look, we have one other solution. Because Steven Pinker, according to this solution, which is to build a bunch of Zeppelins, mm. that's thinking too small. We are going to think bigger than that. This is this is thinking too. Are we yes. ready for th- Because thinking too says, de- just not de-terraforming Earth is too complicated. Mm-hmm. We have to do something fucking wild. Oh, no. Nice. I have an inkling. <laughs>
3: Are we starting a ska band? Is
2: <laughs> it <laughs> <He's at> Cody <laughs> again. Je- Jeff, almost, maybe Cody can play into it. Jeff Bezos asks a crowded room uh, last week, do we want stasis and rationing or do we want dynamism and growth? We know this is an easy choice and we know what we want. Folks, what do we think he's talking about? And they were like, sir, uh- this is an oncology union. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I have an idea, and I, I, I think it's Amazon going into the Wayland yutani business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, more or less. Um, quote, quoting from Bezos, The Earth is finite. True. <laughs> if you listen to my last commie book club, you'll know that that's more or less an analytic truth. <laughs> um, and if the world economy and population is to keep expanding, space is the only way to go, folks. We've got to shoot Call people them. into space.
0: That's <laughs> the best life We're away going... to some off-world colonies.
2: Yeah. Well, look, why solve our problems when we can just right. shoot our problems into
5: space? Given how long I've been waiting for my Amazon order that I ordered last week, I'd feel like I'd be wait- if I was living in space, I'd be waiting even longer. So I'm not hugely optimistic. Well,
2: look, the problem is, is like, yeah, if, if we don't, if we just shoot our problems into space, then we get to preserve the system that has made Jeff Bezos able to be like so rich that he could probably buy a lot of murders Mm.
3: (laughs) like every time someone gets canceled we shoot him into space
5: (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) but then they start a new and powerful base on the moon
2: but the other thing to remember right like is yeah the earth is finite and it's like it's very easy to say that yes well of course we're happy with jeff bezos like not having any of his fortune in fact having it shrink considerably but Hmm. like the other if a moment a moment of seriousness then we'll go back into the japes um (laughs) is that like a lot of like pension funds are invested in in industries that like are destroying our futures as well like it's there is some growth that is enjoyed on a mass scale not much and not nearly like not most of it but like that's all going to have to stop too.
0: Okay, so c- can someone give me a reason why my program of just give up isn't like the sane <laughs> option here?
1: <laughs> just Heaven's Gator. And so Je- Jeff Bezos basically is um, in saying that alongside I mean I don't know if he's one of the people that bought one of these bolt holes in New Zealand that All the I'm tech almost, billionaires. almost
2: certainly he did through bolt like 18 holes in, in New Zealand. yeah
1: yeah so all these tech billionaires they, <laughs> they <laughs> buy exactly. the yeah, yeah, family <laughs> they, they buy these like <laughs> in these retreats in New Zealand when the world that their the policies they espouse ends up happening, so everything collapses, they can run away and hide in a butthole. In no butthole. Oh, oh never mind. There okay, may be those in there as well. But yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. She's not Within, interested anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm Why is this butthole filled with acid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this butthole filled with canned goods? <laughs> yeah. But he, like, he, but in, 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 let, okay, let's assume he has one of these as well as the space suggestion. He is a, uh, he is the current iteration of uh, what has now been a process that started I put probably in earnest in the 1400s. So basically, the Western nations, so this country, uh, France and others, um, uh, the Netherlands, invented this early modern capitalism in which you had the same kind of trends that we see now of, of profit making from compound, bro- from compound growth. And that basically accelerated the, uh, the impact that human beings have on the environment, right? Human, human beings are always going to have an impact on the environment, hunter-gatherers going around and harvesting stuff and you know, making fires, that kind of stuff. The, these dynamics of capitalism accelerated that exponentially so that we were tearing down forests and we are doing all this kind of stuff. Um, we're always seeking new frontiers that can provide us with the cheap things that we need to keep that game on the road, right? Slaves, cheap labour, or... The environment, cheap nature that we feed into this process to create energy and to create soil to grow crops from, on and on and on. Um after the 1400s, 1500s, uh people who were who were, you know, seeking these returns and, and feeding into that compound growth then went around the world and created empires. And they found new frontiers in which they could extract from nature and they could extract from human beings and other things as well. The and, and that has led us to a situation in which um like those early people in Europe crashed up against the environmental boundaries in their own countries. So this this island that we're on in the you know the, the Britain used to be a massive forest. We just cut that all down, and it caused extraordinary environmental degradation. And similar things happen in other parts of the world. You bang up against the limits in which that cheap st- you can use that cheap stuff, and we've banged up against the ultimate limit because we have destroyed the environment so much that we are eroding the foundation upon which society can even occur because that environmental breakdown is so severe. So Jeff Bezos is just the next iteration in the intellectual journey that then says, oh well we destroyed that bit, so let's go to the next frontier. I like that. that next one, frontier
0: I like that one of those guys, Alexander Hamilton, invented well, more or less, central banking. And our cultural response to that was to make a zany musical about him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's going to be fine. I think that's equipped to like, defeat that. Oh my thing.
2: God. Yeah. Well,
0: that's the Give thing. up. Kill yourself. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, Laurie. All of you're saying about just like, you know, that's based on the real fact of just the fact that there's not that much earth and that on the earth there is not that much resource. Now, To sustain all of us, yes, there is enough, but to sustain infinite, limitless compounding growth, no, Mm -hmm. of course there's not. You're butting up against the laws of thermodynamics. But here's what you haven't considered, is that you haven't considered that we could just build um, infinite... O'Neill colonies, which are miles-long space stations that of course contain just a few million people each. O'Neill colonies are where everyone has to wear that surf brand from the late (laughs) nineties. So they're
0: basically-seasteading. It's seasteading but dumber because there's no oxygen.
2: (laughs) Yes, right, that's (laughs) correct. It's seasteading, but for people who haven't, like, you know, seen Apollo 13.
0: We're gonna have a bunch of these Space stations with really dubious age of consent laws, and that's be the future of humanity.
5: Yeah. Hey, hey, I've got I've got this friend Jeffrey, and uh, and he says that the biggest international waters of all is space.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that's the Wait, isn't there like a like a thing where it's like you when you go into space, you come back, the, the time moves differently there.
2: Uh, no, well, but like you, <laughs> you, you get fucked up with radiation, so you lose all of your bone density and She's you get uh, really sick and die. In space, nobody
5: can hear that you're 14. <laughs>
2: the problem is, <laughs> that is depressing, so we don't think about it.
3: Wait, okay, but also, I would just like to, I, I feel like one solution that hasn't been addressed this whole time, that's just been like uh, the elephant in the room, is uh, the kingdom of Asgardia.
2: Oh yes, you were telling me about this Um, A
3: country that was founded in 2016 It doesn't have any physical manifestation Just yet yet. Uh, But um, what it is, is a micronation Formed by a group of people who have launched A satellite into the Earth orbit They refer to themselves as Asgardians, okay
2: Guardians of the ass
3: (laughs) And they have given (laughs) a satellite
2: Yeah (laughs)
3: Ah, I love to massage the microstates A lot of ass
2: related microstates And they have given
3: their satellite the name Asgardia 1 They have declared sovereignty over the space occupied By and contained with Asgardia 1 The Asgardians have adopted a constitution And they intend to access outer space Free of the control of existing nations And establish a permanent settlement on the moon By 2043.
0: The Constitution just says my girlfriend shouldn't have to wear a car seat.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Where where are (laughs) the Asgardians from? Uh, Where (laughs) are
3: they all from? The administrative center is in Vienna, Austria.
4: They're
1: Russian.
3: But Mm. but you know that the head of the nation is a man named Igor, and he is Russian.
5: (laughs) Classic. Uh, The satellite is in the
2: shape of a basement. Uh, It was a request from our Austrian friends. (laughs) Oh my. Uh, okay, so O'Neill. Let's hear about O'Neill. So this is what all of Jeff Bezos' big thing... Because, like, it's... We like to oh, we make, make fun of this. But the fact that there are a bunch of, like, insane billionaires who have these space ambitions to fix all of, like, hmm. the environmental... To escape them.
1: Yeah. To escape. Yeah.
2: What's, they say it, they, it's probably to escape them, yes. But the marketing is about how, oh, right. everyone's going to be able to solve it this way. This kind of thing, like... Like, this is written about in Bloomberg. Like, a lot of politicians and powerful people read Bloomberg and are just like, well, this is believable enough yeah well it's also this
5: ridiculous thing where like it's like billionaires like Jeff Bezos in particular are like weirdly taken seriously on stuff that they know nothing about for like reasons and it's not even just because they're billionaires because like no one asks like Alisher Usmanov what he thinks about the future of the human race because everyone's like yeah that guy just like murdered people in the 90s and took their stuff and now he's a billionaire sure he wouldn't know about space and just in the same way like Jeff Bezos is a guy who like sold books out of his garage and it got out of hand and then now people take him Seriously on what the future of like the human race Might be because like he enslaves People and doesn't let them piss like, <laughs> is, that, is that good Enough is that like is that like oh this man can Build the utopia on Mars where we all work On a production line where we're scared to piss Like what yeah. oddly
2: enough Milo That actually does factor into his Plan oh, good.
1: oh of course It does Piss oh. <laughs> always factors into his plan so, <laughs> <I> should, <laughs> but
2: Before we go further Jeffrey into the Bezos, Before we go into further into Bezos's plan he was basically what Bezos is doing is using his billions to enact the fantasy of this mad Princeton professor called Gerard O'Neill from the 1970s, who was like a tech utopian.
4: Mm. So
2: um, his vision of space is more or less what colored the imagination of Bezos as one of his students. The, and this is a quote from a paper. O'Neill's Space Colonies promise to be the productive wonderlands of consumer abundance, providing capitalism with the necessary limitless space, phenomenally cheap solar energy, and the resources of the universe to expand ad infinitum.
3: Basically, solar energy is free because you're the on Jetsons.
2: the sun. <laughs> the Jetsons once. Yes. Yes, it's the Jetsons. He basically is inspired by someone who wrote the Jetsons into an academic paper. His vision is suburbia. American suburbia but in rotating space colonies because
4: just not
2: de-terraforming the Earth is too hard I like the libertarian
0: hellscape better, I would rather live on Murray Rothbard station than this
5: (laughs) where is our solution, it's not the Jetsons, it's the Flintstones, because we're keeping it old school (laughs) the Flintstones everyone's Italian
2: Betty's a piece of ass. Italian American <laughs> space colony where people are just endlessly yeah. sucked out of windows they open to tell each other. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> DJ Vinny Dice on the Brontosaurus ones and threes. <laughs> Italian American Flintstone space colony. Let's fucking go. Oh uh, yeah. So, Bezos describes an idyllic life aboard his future space colonies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Kills me. This is yeah. the article.
1: Yeah, this is real. This Jesus is real.
2: describes an idyllic life aboard his future space colonies, each of which could have its own theme.
5: Oh, I love it! I love it when my my entire civilization is fancy dress.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live
3: on the Shrek planet, please.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, no. not Nazi orgy planet. Uh, just the ball pit planet for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nazi no. orgy planet is just Earth. sorry uh, Westminster I think you'll find Uh, it's more Kensington (laughs) (laughs) some might resemble historic cities others might be space farms or interplanetary wilderness areas Uh, well you gotta grow the space somewhere Paris and China quote and you could have a recreational one that keeps zero G so you can go flying with your own wings direct quote from Bezos First again,
5: of all, interesting use of your own wings. So I rectified on
3: Corey or
2: Cody or whatever.
5: <laughs> yeah. But and also, like, zero G isn't flying and doesn't
1: require wings.
2: Also, it kills you. It makes you dead. If you live in zero G, you'll die.
1: <laughs> I like you, you read you read this stuff out, and again, I go back to late capitalism is just satire to mock the people who who are on and listen to this podcast like this yeah. is you well, can write used this
3: to, he used to sell many books on amazon now he just sells atlas shrugged there's <laughs> <laughs> so just like a like
2: a like a warehouse just full of it on mars yeah. i keep thinking about how like my, my cousin who frequently attends trash future shows shouts out um she asked for I fucking a fucking co- lover yeah she's great she um she asked for a copy of the Communist Manifesto when she was like a teen, a preteen, like a tween, and then her mother bought her that and Atlas Shrugged so she could get oh, a quote, them out. balanced view. A balanced view, <laughs> yeah, Ugh. love it. And so, it was this. It's the, it's the about ba- that's what the balanced view is. The balanced view is either we don't de-terraform the world so that we can, you know, go from ten years from now to ten years from now being Mad Max to ten years later being all dead. 2 just imagining that we can make the jetsons because epic pretty cool and all the stuff that's like a structural problem with the fact that it's very hard to live in space was dismissed as being depressing.
5: Also like they're the same people that like oh you know going to a completely green energy sources and stuff on Earth that's unrealistic but like moving everyone to Mars to a planet that steamed around the film Saturday Night Fever <laughs> yeah that's completely yeah, 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 realistic that's so doable if only we were just thinking inside the box like that. I think it's Bioshock really Bioshock gave these guys too much credit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I um, think it's really interesting how there's like many different universes, and they're like, you could go to themed planets, but not one of the planets has legal abortion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah.
3: yeah, you live in Shrek, but you still can't get an abortion. Like, <laughs> <No>,
2: come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we just go back. It's like, you can't get an abortion. Wait, apartheid is every What the hell?
1: Well, okay. So, the, uh, yeah, and it's interesting to say that because one of the biggest uh, cultural. Uh, like lost moments recently was the film. Anyone watch the film district nine? Yes, of course. Right. So that's this, but the, the planet, the planet becomes this sort of dystopian underclass that like feeds the few space stations that enable to keep the whole thing going. Laurie, you're right, but you have it backwards. Oh, because that's the thing. Don't worry. There's still
2: an underclass. Yeah. And Jeff Bezos says utopia. There is still a downtrodden underclass. It's just, you have it backwards. Um, it's the
4: Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Yes. Yeah, you know a down there
0: on
2: Earth. So, meanwhile... Down so, the original pyramids scheme meanwhile, <laughs> all, meanwhile, all heavy industry would be moved off Earth. Again, of course, easy. Way easier than just, you know, <laughs> I was sorting out the planet. the better life in the off-world colonies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always are, but... Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, heavy industry would be moved off Earth. Again, simple. Um, Famously not
5: heavy at all. <laughs> yeah, Famously yeah, heavy things so, are difficult to put in space. so
2: easy to launch and yeah. just have a logistical chain that goes to fucking space! <laughs> yeah, <they're just> like <laughs> <laughs> uh. Meanwhile, heavy industry would be moved off Earth to preserve this unique gem of a planet, which is completely irreplaceable, but not more irreplaceable than my hundreds of billions of dollars, by the way. Yeah. There is no plan B. We have to save this planet. We shouldn't give up the future of our grandchildren's grandchildren of dynamism and growth. They need dynamism and growth. So, How will so they live Jeff without growth? So live on a
0: nature reserve and what used to be... Fucking Ohio. It's horrifying.
5: Jeff Bezos fucking just like everything he thinks is like inspiring. is just like a a garbled. Like if you hit yourself in the head with a cinder block and then watch the speech from Independence Day. (laughs) To to Jeff Bezos, that is like the most inspiring thing is possible to write like.
2: Jeff, Jeff Bezos is like
5: unaware that poetry exists.
2: <laughs> well, no, Jeff Jeff Bezos is basically just like has suffered the effects of smoke inhalation and then watched a Liz Truss speech. <laughs> he's just he's suffered the effects of that <laughs> inhalation. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like, it's like he's like, yes, dynamism and growth. Forever. Because we can just keep expanding like a virus. And I, I say keep expanding like a virus. It's not human population that expands like a no, virus. That's, that's no, that's
0: Malthusianism. It's,
2: that's Malthusian bullshit. It's human need to grow these pools of capital for magic money. It's, thing. MC, yes. it's MCM. There is no magic money tree because we're all going to die. Man
3: crush Monday? <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's what's ending the planet. Too many man crushes. So you're,
3: Jeff you're, Bezos, just really quickly, you said that he doesn't, have any, doesn't know any poetry, so I'm just going to um, just read a poem that I wrote for him real quick. Um, Roses are red, violets are blue, I've pissed in a bottle,
2: and I've sent it to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. On Mars. With all the <laughs> prime, ahead. nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's his plan. Earth ends up zoned residential uh, in light industry. It'll be this a beautiful shot, place to live. It's, is he, it, does he think he's the mayor of a subdivision? <laughs> no, he thinks he's the mayor of earth. It's a really
0: <laughs> shitty homeowners association. You can paint your earth in this range of earth tones.
2: Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the, what gets left unsaid throughout Bezos' entire space plan is that he's going to say he's going to decide what colonies get built because he builds them all, and then he's going to zone Earth. Wait the whole the whole Jeff Bezos. There is no emperor of humanity. There's the leader of the Humanity Homeowners Association. The whole of
5: (laughs) the whole of um uh, of Earth is going to become like like the boardwalk in Newark in The Sopranos, where they're all like all the all the mob guys are trying to get in on the rezoning of Earth. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Just looks like Jeff Bezos trying to build a space station and it falls apart in midair because a bunch of Italians stole all the (laughs) copper pipes. <laughs>
5: because because Meadow's boyfriend didn't do any of the riveting because uh fucking Don, Don Vito was too busy hitting on him.
2: We have like two cultural references.
5: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And they're both right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah. It'll be a beautiful place to live. It'll be a beautiful place to visit. It'll be folks, a beautiful folks, place. it'll be a
5: beautiful place. We're gonna turn the whole earth into a Trump resort.
2: It's yes. gonna you be, be fantastic. You know, golf
0: you know what it is? It's Trump's ice rink. That he made yeah. in Central Park that he made yeah, a big show of yeah, renovating yeah. for the public good and then just kind of forgot about.
2: <laughs> It'll be mm. a beautiful place to live. It'll be a beautiful place to visit. It'll be a beautiful place to go to college wow. <laughs> and do some light industry.
1: <laughs> and and to learn about O'Neal. <laughs>
2: yeah. You can learn about O'Neal. You can like you can like, you know, um you can be on the lacrosse team, you can go to Keggers. It's <laughs> Jeff Bezos wants to turn the entire world into like I don't know, like a mid-range American campus university. He wants to make the Northeast into all Brandeis, and he wants to make the Midwest into all, I don't know, uh, I don't know, American universities. I'd love to go to Baylor forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then that's, yeah, we're all just going to be in uni forever.
5: Yeah, I love I love those nights at UNE when you when yeah. you go out when you go out with the lads and you have a few too many sambucas and then you just find yourself just like manufacturing parts for the Huawei <laughs>
2: factory. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna love to live in the district of the Earth where I have to wear subfusk to dinner, daily. That's gonna be <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah, I I, awesome. I, to, I love I went, it. I
0: went to Mecca, Sarah Lawrence, because I wanted this, <laughs> the college experience.
5: Yeah, but the thing is that like hell hell University Earth, it wouldn't be Oxford or Cambridge. It would be durham we all know yeah, this to be yeah, true. true so right. you have to pour a bottle of port over your head every single day
2: <laughs> all of their celebrations
3: amazon's shit but you know what's worse durham fuck no. you
2: durham no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, look 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 real talk all of their celebrations are ridiculous
5: yeah everyone <laughs> in durham is either wearing black tie all the time or dungarees all the time that's the only two kinds of people you get don't me. two it. genders <laughs> the two genders yeah
2: it's a, it's it's look it's it's it's, it, that's the vision of the future for Jeff Bezos.
5: I want to start, like, a restaurant, and the, the only thing of the restaurant is that, like, the toilets are just confusingly labeled. <laughs> so <laughs> one of them just has a, tu- a tuxedo on it, and the other one has a pair of dungarees that's on that's it, and point. people are
2: like, but which is which? <laughs> <laughs> on one of these
0: space stations. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to 2019 town. <laughs> the confusing
5: gender toilet restaurant. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not woke. It's just confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's his. That's his vision of Earth. Is um, I mean, modelling, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So and it, it yeah it it is just a continuation of the historical trend that mm, clearly, when. I- Capitalism crashes up against certain boundaries; it has to seek, it sees but it seeks <laughs> other kind of boundaries as well, right? And and they're like the the other thing here is that um, the there's a we we really need to get people to understand the scale of environmental breakdown, how bad things have got, and it's not just climate change; it is all the other things that we've been discussing, and that that is pushing us towards a situation where there's going to be famine, there's going to be mass migration, there's going to be conflict.
2: Like, I think to say like the Mass migration itself is not a bad thing. No, no. So much as like the fact that it's compelled.
1: Exactly. So and, and therefore the, we got to get people to understand this because we're at this crossroads, right? And and one one direction is that we we structurally change our economy so that we we derail this enormous machine that's smashing through these environmental boundaries, and we realize that we have the kind of technologies and we have the kind of models for society that would enable us to. You know, support those people who people are going to be displaced, but we support them and we don't do it in a, in a violent way. We make sure that we're, we're working with, with their communities and sorting these kind of problems out. Or the other fork in the road is that people, you get this horrendous, and this is the thing that Jeff Bezos is, I mean, he may be thinking about this, is that the, as all that horrendous stuff kicks off and you interpret it as horrendous, the power of this ethno nationalist right behind Trump, behind other people grows because you hear about the migration stuff and you immediately think, oh, we've got to build the walls. And I agree with that politician over there. And, oh, we've got scant resources left. We've got to fight over the the few that remain. There's a sticker campaign in London at the moment, which has a little rhyme, fun little ditty, that says uh, something along the lines of plant more trees, save the bees, deport the refugees, which has come from a lot of the well, that really took a turn with line three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Which, the, the, fir- the first two lines are like a you know like a thing that's out there in the environmental movement. This is the new yeah. sort of eco-fascist turn that's well, kicking off. In
2: fact, fascism arises as, in some ways, a fear reaction.
1: E- e- yeah, ex- exactly, and has got this. This is really the horrendous, interesting mix between the the, f- the fear element of those people over there are coming. They're coming to get the stuff, the limited stuff that we have. So it's a very zero sum kind of logic. But then it's also got this rooting in this idea of like blood and soil of ideas of race and location. And it's very interesting and horrifying to see how a lot of the ideas of uh, some of these so called identitarian movements that exist in Europe now, which believe in this great replacement white genocide theory, have begun to merge into the real world and link with the environment or environmental concerns. And the the guy that shot up that, those mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, explicitly identified in his manifesto as an eco-fascist because of these kind of concerns. So mm. we, we sort of, in this situation where we rapidly need to understand how bad environmental breakdown is, and then rapidly need to understand that it is caused by our economic system, lest we open this door up to the eco-fascist right. Because if we don't realise the structural causes of this, we look around and be like, oh my god, I just see people coming for the scant resources we have. And then you bind the eco-fascist the thing, eco-fascist thing, all the while, very, very wealthy interests build their space station and, and escape.
2: Well, it's because fascism, like fascism as like, well, like there are many definitions, but as like militarily enforced nationalist nostalgia is basically a cup and ball trick. Where it says that you have more in common with the billionaires of your society than with your fellow working class of another society, and so it says, "Well, you and the billionaires need to band together to defend yourself against the others who are degrading you, who are who are causing this degeneration, who are making things worse, who are making you afraid." But it's 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 a trick. It's a shell game.
1: Yeah, and you w- exactly, and you it will get it could get to a point in the not too distant future where um you you won't even have to go that far you will literally have populations who see uh, certain types of people trying to you know, just mass like migration crises that we just that, that make the the so-called migrant crisis that we saw over the last however many years you know that, that will be charles we're talking about an order of magnitude higher than that and i'm I'm particularly concerned about Britain because you know people lament the fact that Britain is no longer a powerful country or this kind of stuff, whatever, uh, but Britain is still a famous country, and I'm concerned that as a famous country, we will shoot people in the in the English Channel who are trying to come over and it was a, I found it astonishing and terrifying that over Christmas, Sadi Javid, the Home Secretary, managed to persuade uh, the defence Secretary at the time to dispatch the Royal Navy, which I, there's one boat left, so I assume the Royal Navy is the name of the one boat. And <laughs> to, to,
5: to, well, yeah, I mean, actually, um, uh, Chris Grayling had sold off the boat. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just a dinghy with Royal Navy spray painted on the side. <laughs> exactly. I if the, we
2: can take some solace in the fact that, like, and people try to get here as they will and should, like, at least the fascists are. Too cartoonishly incompetent. Well, too but but this
1: is the problem, right? They've created enough of a foundation, has been created by so called mainstream politicians to mean that these kind of views become very seductive. Like people are going to get displaced. This is something that people, particularly on the left, need to realize that destabilization is guaranteed. Our, our job, or people who are interested in this job, is to make sure that they create the political narratives that when things increasingly kick off, we don't think. Loads of migrants, oh my God, build the wall or shoot them down in the channel. We think, ah, there are structural causes for this problem, and we need to make sure that we're supporting our fellow people around the world who, by the way, are experiencing a problem that has caused been caused by very wealthy nations, as we were saying earlier.
0: well like I, I know Steve Bannon got. I think overhyped his intelligence for having read two books. But,
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes, uh, like I first showed in the Communist yeah. Manifesto. Well,
0: <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, what a genius!" because he reads. But one of the things it, which he said was like a foundational influence was this racist French novel, Camp of the Saints, which is right. very much about this. And I think yeah. that was one of the few times when he was genuinely prescient. Yeah. The, he's, yeah. He, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, well, eco, eco-fascism, to me, is a very exciting concept, just because I'm waiting for, like, Tommy Robinson to have a milkshake thrown at him and go, is that a plastic straw? <laughs> <laughs> look,
4: also- Actually,
0: like, what's the overlap, do we think, between the people who are at demos wearing those shirts saying, like, war crimes in Northern Ireland, I did them, and I'm not sorry, and <laughs> now think that being hit with a milkshake is social murder? <laughs>
2: um, I'm not sure, probably a Venn diagram, it's a perfect circle. Uh, but here's the thing: we talk about, you know, oh yeah, doom and gloom, ecofascism, a massive, a massive crisis that we're creating because we need to blah, keep blah, funding blah. these billionaires. <laughs> blah blah blah. But have you considered subscribing
5: so, to the Patreon?
2: Have you considered? <laughs> that's right, sorry. This is, this is a quote from Jeff Bezos. A quote. This is his solution. This is his better vision? Is this is his vision? Our vision of a better world is one we are radically more equal and empathetic, right, right. in which the resources of society are shared by all. Jeff Bezos's vision, quote. That wasn't his vision. This is a vision. Quote, (laughs) quote, 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 quote. Because this is very important. If we're out in the solar system and we can have a trillion humans, that means we'll have a thousand Mozarts and a thousand Einsteins. No, <laughs> it's, it's no. That, it's that Stephen Jay Gould thing about literally being... dude, what? Dude, his... but... Yo, what if ten Michael Bay's directed Transformers?
5: Wow. He's also he's confusing like all the humans who've ever been alive with all of the humans who are alive now, which are very different numbers. Like how many Joseph s-
3: Fredzels? <laughs> yeah, <We're laughs> so,
5: it's not like it's not like Mozart and Einstein are still alive
4: now. <laughs> it's, it's, we don't we zero. have after, zero Mozarts
5: some... and Einsteins now.
0: If if they. <laughs> work in some off-world Amazon fulfillment center, then it doesn't fucking matter how smart they are. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: what if Mozart use iPad? <laughs> yeah. Dude, wouldn't it be so cool if we, like we had 10 Tony Starks and 10 Iron Men? Awesome! <laughs>
5: ten, the, the Iron Man is a sex robot.
3: Einstein got cancelled
2: because <laughs> he got dreads. Man, how, fu- how, fu- how funny would it be? That's, that's basically oh, Jeff Bezos is a stupid guy who's like, damn, damn, what, what if we had 10 Vin Diesels? Are we going to have yeah. 10
3: Bezoses that suck each other's dicks?
2: 10, Otherwise, 000, I'm not going 10, to 000. Mars. <laughs> Agent 30X? <laughs> look, 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 look. I think we just have to decide, you know, there are three, there's a, a triple four road If we expand into space, Paul Walker will come back to life. <laughs> yeah. <Either.
3: laughs> The only reason to go because there's going to be 10 me so I can finally fuck myself.
2: Either. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. why do you eat 10? Why does one other one would be enough?
3: Well, because that would be like Mars me like with a tentacle and shit.
2: (laughs) Just one tentacle. (laughs) So that's what we have. We have three choices for society. We have um, eco-fascism descending into Mad Max. We yeah. have a radically fairer society where we dismantle the power of like billionaires and capital to demolish <laughs> the world to, cha- to build their own insane you know space ideas. Or three, we could be as smart as a million Einsteins.
4: Awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Plan D. Plan Alice.
0: Mass despair.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. He,
1: like he has like he has done us an enormous favor here because in the way that that sticker of the like you know uh, save the bees, grow more trees, or whatever, deport refugees like sums up. In one quick meme, the, the eco-fascist side, one of those options, he's done a great service here because he has provided in one completely outrageous meme, like literally him speaking crap. Like he's it, the other one, the like yeah. techno-utopian hyper-capitalist outcome. Yeah. It's yeah. very useful. It's, it's, he's shown that basically it's, he's just plagiarizing the Jetsons.
2: Which wasn't even a very good cartoon.
1: No, and he's, and he's also he's, he's plagiarizing Magellan and he's plagiarizing other like, early imperialists and that he's just expanding that out into space. Like, it's astonishing. So look, if you don't want to plagiarize Magellan, what you should do is a number of things.
2: You can subscribe to our Patreon to get a second episode for every, every week. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Magellan wouldn't guard. have done that. Bezos wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. Um, oh, Laurie, thank you very much for coming out today. My pleasure. Um, in the meantime, yes, you can subscribe to that Patreon. You can also come to our live show. The only possible infinite growth
5: is it's the a- infinite growth of the trash your Patreon. Exactly.
2: We need to be able to build a competing space station that will suck less.
5: Yeah. It will suck your dick dot com.
2: It will, yes. Uh, also, uh, please keep sending pitches to the com DMs on Twitter. Remember, the only joke is the URL. It was the last URL available. It's a serious news site. Yeah. Um. And and also to come to our live show on uh, May 30th at the Star of Kings. The link will be in the description. It will. It's going to be bitching. Alice is going to be there. Alice is coming. Well, Alice coming. comes if, to London.
0: If I'm not like too black pilled by then, I'm just like rolling coal <laughs> and pushing smog into the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're in the space
2: station already. I love that. Convince Alice to stop turning on generators around her house with petrol.
0: <laughs> you will never convince me of that.
5: <laughs> yeah, baby.
3: Please come see my new show, If Then, that I'm performing at a variety of festivals this summer, including Latitude and the Edinburgh Fringe, and also yeah. Alec Fullerton. Hi, Daddy.
4: <laughs> He's yeah.
2: older than just nineteen. <laughs>
3: also,
5: yeah. Sorry, go Sorry. ahead. Sorry. More comedy news on Thursday, the twenty third, which I think is the day after this comes out. Uh, Olga and I are both doing a comedy show at Smoke, uh, which is at the Seckfords. Um, Alec,
3: we'll see you there.
5: Yeah, uh, tickets, Alec, tickets are a fiver. Get them, <laughs> get them. The link in the description. Uh, oh yeah. God, let me-
2: <laughs> um. Alec Fullerton
3: ASMR <laughs> Patreon only
2: episode <laughs> Yo, you gotta pay $15 yeah. a month to get Alec Fullerton is a 19 contract.
3: year old I met in Glasgow Jeez. That I'm obsessed with And then he keeps really? DMing me saying he's actually
2: 21
4: Really? I'm not 19, I'm
2: 21 Come on man That's not that's the same. <laughs> can I can I
1: do a quick plug as yes, well? Please. So we, the the um everyone should go and Google a Green New Deal because it is the it is the solution to this. It is the third track. It is the way in which we we deal with the social and economic destruction of neoliberalism, we stop the crazy billionaires launching space stations, we actually sort the problem out. And and the idea is right, people are working on it, there are all sorts of groups, Google it and get involved.
2: But also, for balance, Google Venezuela.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: God, I always forget to say that.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. written on my
1: forearm, that's and I always forget that's to say that's it. That's, yeah. the that's the
2: thing. Like, yeah, I don't want to die, but, like, Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to read the Communist
5: Manifesto, read Atlas Shrugged. And if you're yeah. going to Google the Green New Deal, Google Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> And if you Google, if you're going to Google getting your dick well, why not treat yourself and get your dick sucked?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but not on the website. We don't talk about that. It's a serious it's local a serious news website. We are reinvent. We are using the money we're making from the Patreon to fund a crucial local service in terms of investigative journalism. But we're doing it as a dick
1: joke. Exactly. Alex Fullerton
3: is the Glasgow reporter. Did yes. Alex- Alex- our man on the ground.
1: <laughs> is he? Is he is, do you know if Alex is going to a Green New Deal? yet
2: Alec
0: Google the Alec he's Alec, Alec. oh Alec. I'm sorry sorry just Alec just one guy
2: <laughs> <to get laughs> a- oh,
0: he, he seems to be the linchpin
1: to everything,
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make 7 billion more of these <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll, be, your- there'll be
1: 10,000 of them if we go your spend- name
2: Alec Fullerton <laughs> but come with Alec- me if you want to live Alec, Fu- Alec okay number one everyone listen to this follow Alec Fullerton on Twitter number two I don't know what his ad is we'll put it in the description I think it's
3: exactly his name it's, it's Alec really? Fullerton well, we have number- to
0: get one Simpsons reference per episode Episode, so it's the dialer. This is the direct <laughs> podcast to Abraham Abramson.
2: <laughs> Abramson and Zakowski are the biggest gossips in town. <laughs> okay, so Alec Fullerton, Google the Green New Deal. Everyone else, do what Alec does. Add <laughs> exactly. yeah. Alec Grant.
3: Fullerton or DM him quizzing him on the Green New Deal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ask at Alec Fullerton about the Green New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I bet cool. you wish I bet this guy wishes he never talked to you. How dare you all men love me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We've done our, okay, we've cool. done way yeah. too many plugs. Do we have any oh, more plugs? Oh yeah,
5: also uh, May 30th and June 1st, I'm doing my tour show in Brighton.
2: May 30th May 30.
5: Oh, wait, no, sorry, May 31st. It's the live May, show that yeah. we're yeah, doing. No, mask. May 30. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, it's been a long episode and day and life. Um, yeah, May 31st and June well, 1st. The to capitalism
2: won't we'll be that much longer. <laughs> yeah. We can only Excellent.
3: hope. <laughs> September 1st is my birthday, and I'm renting one of those hot tub boats that goes on the canal. Where are you? On yeah. Cody. <laughs> Want to come?
0: Is Alec,
2: is Alec coming? <laughs> wow. Why Wait. I'm going to bring Alec yeah. Tickets on Eventbrite can, baby can we, can we invite Alec If Alec c- comes down from Glasgow Can he come to your birthday 100% Alec That's your invite If you come down to London You can come to Olga's <laughs> birthday oh, On the hot tub boat In the hot tub boat In the canal so No just, one else I'm just, just Alec in the hot tub face oh, I'm not even coming yeah. <laughs> Okay
4: <laughs>
2: This has gone on long enough Especially since it's probably the most When you think about it Depressing episode we've ever done uh, oh. Have a good um, commute unless you're working at a Cody, in which case, enjoy shitting in his stranger's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and mouth. Goodbye. <laughs>